节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I am John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. President Tsai Ing-wen says U.S. tariffs on Chinese goods have a limited impact on Taiwan. President Tsai Ing-wen writes in Foreign Policy that Taiwan's self-made democracy still needs U.S. partnership. And Germany and Australia have become the latest countries to call for Taiwan's inclusion in the World Health Assembly. But first, today's top story. President Tsai Ing-wen says the punitive tariffs that the U.S. has imposed on Chinese goods have a limited impact on Taiwan because they don't cover Taiwanese exports. The U.S. has more than doubled tariffs on 200 billion U.S. dollars worth of Chinese products. The tariffs became effective at noon on Friday, Taiwan time. Tsai said the trade dispute between the United States and China is a long-term structural issue, which will fundamentally change the global trade order and supply chain. Tsai said that with this in mind, the government will work to speed up a return to Taiwan by overseas Taiwanese business people. It will encourage them to invest in Taiwan, rebuild its industry chain, and replace Chinese products with quality goods made in Taiwan. President Tsai Ing-wen says, quote, Taiwan's self-made democracy still needs U.S. partnership. Tsai made the statement in an article published by Foreign Policy on Thursday. In the article, Tsai wrote, quote, Against the backdrop of the Cold War, no one could have imagined that Taiwan would emerge as a beacon of democracy in Asia. Tsai also said the Taiwan Relations Act, enacted by the U.S. government in 1979, provides a legal framework for exchanges between the two sides, while assuring that Taiwan has, quote, adequate defense capabilities to be free from coercion. Tsai wrote that with firm support from the U.S., Taiwanese people, quote, transformed an authoritarian regime into a vibrant democracy, end quote, and held Taiwan's first direct presidential election by popular vote in 1996. Tsai also said, quote, democratization was further consolidated four years later with a peaceful transfer of power from one political party to another. Then in 2016, Taiwan broke through the glass ceiling by electing its first female president and a record number of women into the legislature, end quote. Germany and Australia have become the latest countries to call for Taiwan's inclusion in the World Health Assembly. The assembly is the governing body of the WHO. For several years, Taiwan took part in its annual meetings as an observer. However, since 2017, Chinese pressure has seen Taiwan barred from the Assembly's meetings, including the upcoming 2019 session. The U.S., the U.K., Japan, and Canada have already voiced support for Taiwan's efforts to regain its place as an observer this year. The EU has also given its backing. The Foreign Ministry has now thanked Germany and Australia for joining this roster of supporters. In a press release put out late Thursday, the ministry said messages of support for Taiwan show an international rejection of putting politics ahead of expertise. The ministry urged the WHO not to tolerate further political manipulation and to make arrangements quickly for Taiwan to take part in the WHA. The legislature has passed an amendment to the criminal code that will implement stricter punishments for those convicted of child abuse. A number of high-profile child abuse cases earlier this year drew public outrage, prompting lawmakers to propose harsher punishments. 
The revision to the criminal code includes a number of changes. It expands the definition of maltreatment to include all behaviors that impair physical or mental health as well as development. It also raises the age of those considered children from 16 to 18. The criminal code now mandates prison sentences of up to 12 years for child abusers who cause serious harm to their victims. In cases of child abuse that lead to death, offenders may now face life imprisonment or even the death penalty. The decision not to apply the death penalty automatically in all lethal cases of child abuse came as a surprise to many. A DPP lawmaker explained the decision, saying that abuse that leads to death is not the same as premeditated murder, and offenders may thus face punishment of a different severity. Taiwan's second-largest airline, EVA Air, announced on Thursday that it will cut bonuses and benefits for employees who go on strike. The announcement came just days before a scheduled vote on whether to hold a strike. The move has drawn a strong backlash from many employees. Flight attendants for Taiwan's second-largest airline, EVA Air, have been calling for better working conditions for the last few months. The workers are scheduled to vote on a strike next Monday. Just days before the scheduled vote, EVA announced a plan to punish striking workers. According to the plan, the company will suspend year-end bonuses and raises across the board if a strike causes losses or a drop in revenue. The plan also states that EVA Air will suspend ticket discounts for all striking employees and their family members for a period of three years. Members of the Italian Flight Attendance Union say EVA Air's measures are irrational, autocratic, and disappointing for employees who have been working hard for years. Union members say the decision is aimed at deterring employees from holding a strike. They also say the measures may violate the Labor Union Act and that they will let the Labor Ministry settle the matter. Transportation Minister Lin Jialong says he hopes the company and its employees will continue negotiations. Jake Chan, RTI News. Rising water levels at the Sherman Reservoir mean the local water supply looks to be secure through the end of June. On March 7, the water level at northern Taiwan's Shimen Reservoir dropped to its lowest point this year, 227.9 meters, or only 40% of capacity. But fears of a water shortage have since been averted. Since the first plumbing front arrived on May 1st, a string of rainy days has increased water levels. Plumbing fronts such as this one are seasonal weather patterns that affect Taiwan and the surrounding region from late spring to early summer. Shimen Reservoir Manager Zhang Jiarong says that between May 1st and May 9th, 31 million tons of water were added to the reservoir's supply. Zhang says the water level has jumped to more than 240 meters, the highest this year. This means the reservoir is now at 80% of capacity, and there are no concerns of water shortages, at least through the end of June. Paula Chell, RTI News. Taiwan produces delicate, high-quality fruit, but some of the best fruit grown here is also some of the most perishable, limiting exports. Lychees, in particular, are difficult to get to foreign markets in good condition. This means that the rich, satisfying flavor of Taiwanese lychees is something of a local secret, little known abroad. Now, though, a new process for preserving lychees promises to bring the fruit fresh from Taiwan to the world. Taichung's Taiping District is a part of central Taiwan known for its lychees. In the Taiping District, the fruit is popular, but nothing too out of the ordinary. Still, a few of the area's fresh, juicy lychees recently managed to turn some heads. 
That's because they weren't exactly fresh at all. They'd been harvested the year before, but were still as sweet and satisfying as ever. Normally, lychees only keep for 21 days. Freeze them so they'll keep longer, and they'll likely turn black. So how were these year-old lychees still orchard fresh? The answer is nitrogen. These lychees were taken while still newly harvested and put into an environment chilled to minus 100 degrees Celsius. Pumping in nitrogen caused a quick freeze that didn't blacken the lychees. Lychees frozen this way can keep for up to two years. The new technique promises to boost exports of Taiwanese lychees and let people around the world enjoy them at any time of year. John Van Trieste, RTI News. Writer Li Chao and Taiwanese opera singer Tang Mei Yun both received a national cultural award on Thursday. This is the Lifetime Achievement Award that honors artists who have made special contributions to the cultural field in Taiwan. 86-year-old Li Chao is one of the most important living writers in Taiwan. He has written a range of novels, prose, and cultural commentaries, and has received a number of awards during his career. Li has also been instrumental in the preservation and promotion of Hakka culture. Tang Meiyun was immersed in the world of Taiwanese opera from a young age. She began performing on the national stage at 25. In the following years, she incorporated elements of Beijing opera and Western opera into Taiwanese opera in an effort to promote it to a wider audience. Premier Su Zheng Chang presented the awards to both Li and Tang and expressed gratitude for their outstanding contributions to the cultural landscape of Taiwan. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.